Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of our podcast, The Fifth Down. Today, we will be breaking down the NFC teams and their off-seasons. Okay, let's start with the Atlanta Falcons. What do you guys think of the Atlanta Falcons? Nobody? Okay, I guess I'll go then. Um, They lost Julio Jones and replaced him with Kyle Pitts, but people are overrating Kyle Pitts, and the Falcons are still the same Falcons. So... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still say they're tankers. Actually, I don't think I think they'll still have a top six draft pick this year. Yeah, I would also say they're in the tank category. While they still have some offensive weapons, like uh, obviously Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley, and at, at, in my belief, uh, Matt Ryan is still uh, quite good. I still think the defense needs to, um, especially the secondary, uh, really needs to improve. Uh, especially maybe also with like veteranship, some of the free agency. But I definitely think that um, even if they're not tanking, they're going to be pretty low um, in wins this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, adding on to the secondary thing, actually, the secondary got worse because they lost Keon and Neil to the Cowboys in free agency. So uh, probably struggle in that category, like a lot worse than it was last year. Yeah, the fact is that um, like a lot of other teams, the Falcons just have a lot of holes throughout the team. I think the main problem is um, diagnosing where those problems are. So if they are able to do that um, and draft correctly, um, just like the Eagles and the Patriots have done in the past to make their way to the Super Bowl, then I think um, the Falcons can do that same thing. Uh, they also added uh, Mike Davis this offseason. Lost Todd Gurley, but it seems like this is going to help their running back group. Yeah, Mike Davis was really good for the Panthers while McCaffrey was out. So I think if you can replicate that on Falcons, they might finally have a run game again for the first time in a couple of years. All right, I think that's enough. Do you want to move on to the Rams? Uh, yeah, the Los Angeles Rams. Um, are they – this is a tough spot. Are, are they – I mean, they just added Matthew Stafford, so I guess – I really want to put them in uh, chip contender. I really want to say they're chip contender. Well, but... yeah, we're, we're, we're recording this, uh, I think, two days after the Cam Akers ACL injury, which is... Yeah, it's, it's, that's exactly breaking. why um, uh, it's tough for me, because they did they added a quarterback, but they lost their running back. They do have a bunch of wide receivers, but I don't think any of the running backs on their team can act. Like, Jordan Henderson, like, he's okay. He's something special. So I don't know if he can replicate what Cam Akers could do for them. If if I can like jump in, I, I don't know. I feel like even though I'm a Seahawks fan myself, um, and the Rams are in my division, obviously, I still feel like um, the Rams are just a very underrated team, just because a lot of a lot of players that are on the team I like, Cam Akers, uh, Matthew Stafford, um, and then obviously I just love their secondary as well. Being a defensive-minded uh, guy myself. Um, so I would definitely put them at least in playoff contender. I think they'll get farther than they did uh, this year. I feel like this year, um, yes, they are missing Cam Akers, obviously, but I think they'll be more better this year. And I don't think they did a bad job in um, in drafting or free agency or anything like that. Uh, and speaking on Cam Akers, I had him on my fantasy team, and so that's going to hurt me a lot. And I know it's definitely going to hurt production um, just because obviously he's an RB1 for a reason. But I don't think that's really going to change the final outcome because um, the fact is, like, they're, like, the top three rushing offense in the league, and they're just going to keep pounding the ball 
Um, so I think no matter who the running back is, they're going to have options. Um, and then wide receivers, they also still have uh, Wood and Cup. So I think they're going to be all set, especially with the veteran like Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I think they're going to be a chip contender. I don't see them becoming anything less than a playoff contender. They have Aaron Donald, who's already one of, the, if not the best defensive player on the Rams and in the NFL. They have Jalen Ramsey, easily one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL. And the way the Rams run scheme works, they don't really need a big running back like Christian McCaffrey. For all these years, they've, except for the Todd Gurley years, but they've had smaller running backs that can suffice for the run game. Um, their wide receiver core is, isn't great. They're okay, but uh, I think they're good enough. And their quarterback's definitely gone better, and they're able to get really far with just Jared Goff. So I think they can get even farther with Matthew Stafford. The one thing is, though, that they don't have a first-round pick for, I believe, the next two or three years. So that for their future, it, it seems like they kind of need a win now. But you, have to, but you have to look at it this way, right? Look how good the Rams draft classes have been in the past couple of years, despite not, not having any first-round picks. As long as they keep replicating that, the team's still going to get better and better. Yeah, and then I think we might have um, talked about this before, but um, they do really well in free agency, too. And there used to be a money problem, but it seems that they've actually um, handled that area of business a lot better than you think they would. So I think even though they don't have that pick, um, they'll still get areas, like I was talking about the Falcons, still get areas to fill in those holes that they do need. And I think they already have enough leaders uh, throughout that um, offense and defense that right now they just need um, to bring every position to a level of greatness. And I don't think you need, necessarily, you don't need like a first pick for that. Yeah, I agree with you. So let's, let's say the Rams are, I agree with what Aron said and put the Rams at um, ship contender. That brings us to the next team. That's the Saints. Saints so are we saw there was a Michael Thomas news. So I think he'll be out for the first two or three months. Actually, I don't think it's two or three months. Most fake. Actually, no. Yeah, yeah. It's two, it's like two months. Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, Michael Thomas. He did have actually a couple of good games late in the season. Uh, when he got back from injured reserve, but the Saints they lost. They don't have. They actually don't have that many pieces. Um, because now Alvin, I think Alvin Kamara is their is their best rusher and their best pass catcher right now. Yeah, I'm gonna have to disagree with Arya Somu over here. Uh, I think they can be a playoff contender, and their cap space situation was a bit overhyped. Uh. Because they haven't lost too many players. Like, they lost uh, Trey Hendrickson and stuff. Um, uh, but they're still a good team. They have Jameis Winston. They have Sean Payton. Jameis Winston isn't that great, but I think Sean Payton can lead them to a playoff contender. And their division is still pretty weak. So uh, I think they could still try and make the playoffs. Yeah, I would agree with Ron. Just I don't think... Um there's anything super special, um, at least related to what they have been in the past few years. Um, but I think they do have enough pieces to make um, them through it, um, especially with uh, leaders on the defense and Alvin Kamara. Yeah, so uh, I put them in playoff hopeful. I don't think they're 
exactly playoff contenders anymore. They did lose a lot of pieces and a lot of their pieces that they are still around are aging and they're not playing uh, exactly like they would have a couple of years ago. Um, but but yeah, where, where do you think they fall in the division? Like third? Think no, that division is so weak. They're definitely not going to. They're definitely not going to be first because Tampa Bay exists. But um, actually, I think they can still come away with second in the division because the Fal- I think the Panthers might be good. Though we'll see. I mean, I, I said that last year too, but the roster oh. hasn't changed too much, and they went what? What did they go? They went like four and twelve or something. So. Oh, this is a, that's a hard question. I de- definitely the Falcons are gonna come in last there, and um. Definitely Bucks in first. So um, I would actually be really excited to see uh, uh, Panthers versus Saints, um, especially um, if you look at the trench game. Um, if you look at the stats, you can see that whoever dominates the trenches is always the person who wins. And most of the time, that is the Saints, especially uh, when they had Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara together. Um, but that's going to be a tough fight. Yeah, so um, yeah, so let's put them at playoff hopeful, uh, like around nine eight eight nine area. Um, and now it's ooh, it's, it's just a fun team actually. The New York Giants. There's a lot you can say about them. Oh uh, yeah, they still have their Pro Bowl tight end uh, Evan Ingram. They oh my god. Yeah, I think honestly that defense. Well, as a Seattle fan, I kind of had to say that. Uh, Giants defense is underrated, but yeah, they completely did, they, they completely destroyed your hopes that game. Oh, that was that made me very happy. Uh, anyway, I'm just gonna um say that um I do feel like uh, honestly the Giants are a very interesting team. Um, I think they're kind of I feel like the WFT and Giants are um, probably gonna take the roles in that division as the top leaders um, uh, in the past it's obviously been the Eagles and the um, Cowboys so I think that's gonna be interesting just because they have so much potential with a mix of new and old players um, with the Giants I also think um, they obviously added Kadarius Tony and hopefully they're getting Saquon back so they're gonna add some stuff to the offense um, I think it's definitely gonna be a make or break year though um, they're um, I think this year is basically gonna define what they are um, in the next coming, um, next few coming years. And based on that, they're definitely going to have to say, okay, are we, are we just basically tanking on this or are we going to just keep persevering with a different quarterback or what are we going to do? So I think this year is going to be very interesting. So it's hard to put them down. If, if I were to put it down, I'd probably say um, no more than eight and nine. I think that they're probably going to win more division games than last year. Um, and so probably just for that reason, I put them around that area. I put them at playoff contender, to be honest with you, because, I mean, to be honest, any NFC East team can be at playoff contender, except for maybe Philly. But, yeah, so – and I think they are going to be the favorites to win, and I don't think Washington football team is going to come back to win it again since no team has won since, like, the Cowboys made it to the Super Bowl, and that was a long time ago. So, and the Giants have, they've had a pretty good draft class. Um, Although they didn't get Devontae Smith, Kadarius Tony isn't too bad. Um, 
their defense is really good. Uh, I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be good, but it's the NFC East. Uh, the Cowboys are definitely not going to do good. I think they're obviously they're going to be in the race, but I don't think they're going to beat out the Giants or the football team, which is why I think they're going to be a playoff contender. I have to agree with LeBron. They did have a they had a, actually their draft class completely fell under the radar of the media. No one's talking about them. So having a very good draft class. Um, the defense, the defense is top ten. I don't want to hear anything else. The defense is top ten in the league. Um, James Bradbury is a very very good corner. Uh, Leonard Williams. They franchise tagged him, so I hope they can actually get a extension done on Leonard Williams because he really holds that front seven down. But Blake Martinez had a really really good year. And I agree with Iran putting them in playoff contender because it is the NFC East. And their defense, of course, still pretty young at this point. While that is true, I think just having those leaders around them is really just going to elevate it. I think it's basically just up to the offense to see, hey, can we can we take up this role? Um, can we match um, the defense um, and how great they're doing? Um, still, I, I don't want to put their um, value too high. Just again offense doesn't seem super great and there's a lot of good teams in the NFL but uh, I think with consensus we're going to put it at playoff contender mm-hmm. I mean it's, it's two to one so <laughs> uh, next up's the Minnesota Vikings that team had a very interesting year last year um, they barely they just missed the playoffs it was really close but Uh, yeah. yeah, so they added uh, veteran pieces like Patrick Peterson. I think that's really good for them to improve their defense. Yeah, I mean, the Vikings, I think they're going to do pretty good in the uh, NFC North. The Packers situation right now is falling apart. I don't want to doubt the Packers again. Like, a lot of people doubted them last year, and they proved everyone wrong. But <laughs> I think they're probably like a top two team in the NFC North. The Lions are going to be the Lions. Uh, the Bears are – they have a good defense, but it's aging. They're really old. I don't like Justin Fields or any Ohio State quarterbacks in general. Uh, Allen Robinson obviously doesn't like it there, so I don't think the Bears are going to do that well either. Um, the Vikings, yes, I'd put them probably at around the playoff contender, maybe like six seed or seven seed now at probably best because the Packers situation right now isn't great, but it's the Packers. So you have to watch out. Yeah, actually speaking, speaking of which of uh, the, the Vikings actually seem the most, they seem to be the probably the most stable NFC North team right now. I mean, because the bears and lions are still growing out their teams and they just, the Lions just lost a bunch of wide receivers. So we don't know even, we don't even know the names of people who are catching passes for the, um, lines right now. Uh, the Bears, they're getting younger and more. They have a lot more potential on one side of the ball. But yeah, but like Iran said, they are aging a lot on defense, and they did lose their. Uh, they lost their number one corner uh, free agency, and yeah, the Packers. You know, Aaron Rodgers, he might not play for them. Uh, Devonte Adams just cut off contract talks today, so the Vikings do have a really really decent shot at taking the. Um, you know, taking the division and making the playoffs. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking, because we're talking, um, relating all these teams together, we could kind of go through the whole division right now if that works out with you guys. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. 
Um, but for anyway, um, sorry for the Vikings. Um, I kind of had some hotter takes in this division. Obviously, I, I agree with Ron. Packers are going to be Packers. Lions are going to be Lions. Um, the thing is, um, with the Vikings, I just feel like um, I don't like a big mess. And I just feel like the Vikings aren't sure of what their identity wants to be. I don't feel like other than Dalvin Cook, they have a person they want to center their stuff around. Uh, or maybe Justin Jefferson. But I just feel like um, they're probably going to be third seed in that or like third place in that um, division. Um, I know they do have potential. So I would I would say nine, eight, eight, nine. Um, but I just don't see them making it to the edge of the playoffs like this year. Um, and for the Bears, I would say definitely um, I, I try to look on the upside. And I think Justin Fields is a great quarterback. Um, he was my favorite in the class, but I still think he's going to be uh, much better than what they had last year. Um, I think the whole offense will be good, and even though the defense is aging, again, like Ron said, I think um, I think they'll have what it takes to get to the edge of playoffs at least. Yeah, so um, I think the consensus here is Vikings nine eight eight nine. Yeah, sure. And then we just talk. Uh, let's finish up on the Bears real quick because we were just talking about them. So, uh, actually, is there even much to say about the Bears anymore? Because we just talked about how they're getting older on defense, and uh, we're we have mixed feelings on Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields personally. Yeah, I think me and Arya said playoff contenderish. Uh, not nothing on. Um, I would say they probably fall under the seven and ten range if there was one, but yeah, I I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. They can try to make the playoffs, so you could put them at playoff hopeful. But I think after this year, it's they should if they don't do well, they should just tank. Do you uh, think this is a team that could go after Aaron Rodgers, or do you think it's or, or no? No, there's no way Aaron Rodgers signs the division rival. Even though he's mad at the Packers, I don't think he signs the division rival. Yeah, they already have Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I agree. The Bears. I don't. I don't think the Bears actually make the playoffs this year because first off, the Vikings. I don't think they're gonna have a super high record, but they will win the division in my opinion. And the Bears are gonna have like a, I don't know, seven, ten, eight, nine, maybe even, maybe even six and eleven record. Um, and it's gonna be very hard to get um a wild card, especially with the NFC West, you know, being a thing. So. With, with a low record, it's going to be hard to get a wild card this year. I think the Bears will be in that 7 to 10 range. Uh, okay, I think, yeah, by group majority, we probably should put them in that, like, higher 9-10 area. And I think we can safely say um, Lions in the tank. Uh, I think the only question left now in the division is where we think uh, the Packers are going to go. It really, really depends on if the Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams drama actually clears up and they play for the Packers this season. Yeah, I kind of want to say both the Vikings and the Packers could be playoff contenders because they're both unpredictable teams because the Vikings last season, obviously they didn't do well in the beginning, but then they slowly picked it up and they kind of defied the odds at the end. Justin Jefferson seems like he might be like a top 10, maybe even top five wide receiver is a stretch. But yeah, I think maybe even, I think it's just going to be the Vikings and the Packers just duking it out for the playoff contention. Yeah, I want to put the I want to put the 
uh, Packers in the same place as the Vikings because um, like it's it's kind of awkward to put a put the Packers especially after last season in that um, eight nine nine eight category, but um, since this is gonna since the Packers might be getting worse significantly worse, it will be a duel between the Vikings and Packers. So I think nine to eight and eight guys could range for the. Yeah, I think again that I have a little bit of a hot take here, but as a person who kind of heard a lot about like the rush rumors, I I don't really think. Devonte Adams or Aaron Rodgers um, stuff really grow through. It's gonna obviously make the um, make the relationship worse between them and the team. But I still see Packers as as undoubtedly the number one in that division personally. Um, but with that, should we head over to the Niners? Yeah, sure. I'll be talking about the Forty Niners. Um. So the 49ers, we just drafted Trey Lance, but he's not going to start for us right away. It will be, um, will be Jimmy Garoppolo, most, most likely. We're getting a lot of players back from injury. We just locked up Fred Warner for the next five years. Well, six, because he's another, he's another year left on his contract. But for the next five years, we have, uh, we have Fred Warner. Um, Nick Bosa's contract set is coming up soon. Same with Debo Samuel. But we, we locked up a bunch of other players, too, I think. Trent, we have Trent Williams back. We got Jason Verrett back. Uh, we got Emmanuel Mosley back. We signed Alex Mack in free agency. We got we traded for Samson Ebicum. So, but here's the thing: our team, if, if our team is actually this injury prone, I'm really reluctant to put them in playoff contender. Like I think nine eight eight nine is actually a safe spot for the 49ers. Uh yeah. So, as an Eagles fan, I've I've seen this kind of situation happen where our team got really like injured and they just started getting more and more injured as the years went on. And now we're like basically one of the worst teams in the NFL. I think the Niners may go down that same path, but you also have to think when the Eagles had a lot of injuries, they still made the playoffs. And I think the Niners are still better than the Eagles when they were there at 2018 and 2019, when they made the playoffs and I think that probably would put them at playoff contender, maybe for the last seed if they get lucky. We're because also super are, young. Yeah, they're they're super young, so they might not be as injury prone. But I've seen it happen before, so I think maybe fringe playoff contender nine eight eight nine is probably the best choice because they're also in the NFC West. So you think the Rams are going to win the uh, the NFC West That's easily? Easily. To be honest, I won't say easily, but yeah, they probably will. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think the Niners are both a very easy and very hard prospect. Um, I think on the surface, um, like they have a t- ton of young, proven and unproven talent. So, I think they're an interesting team because um, there's a few teams that are set for the now, a few teams that are looking for the future. Um, I think the Niners, um, like, I think it's undoubtedly. Uh, proven that they're a good organization they have good management so I think they're definitely going to be a long-term good team but as for this year um, I want to put them at playoff contender because um, they have a good amount of grit and they have a lot of um, good players but again it's hard to judge just because of how bad the they how bad the road was last year um, and like Aron said you just never know with injury especially in a contact sport um, how uh, you just never don't know where they're gonna end up. So I think I put them play a contender 
probably toward the end. Uh, playoff contender, if we grab that, uh, I think, like Ron said, either six or seven seed. Uh, so let's talk about the – yeah, let's stay on the topic of NFC West. Talk about the Seattle Seahawks. Here, Thammy, you start with Seattle Seahawks. Um, I would guess – I guess I'd put them at, like, probably 10, 10 wins. It's kind of hard. I, I honestly haven't thought about it much. Um, but um, – yeah, the more and more I think about it, I just don't think that um, with some holes in our offense and in our defense, I just don't think that our management is at a point that we can kind of overcome that hurdle and see a, a bright light at the end. So I feel like we're probably going to have to go down a darker path before getting to the light. So I'd probably say uh, with the remaining time we have, probably nine, eight, eight, nine. I mean, you lost, yeah, you lost a huge cornerback, uh, Shaquille Griffin, or Sha- yeah, Shaquille Griffin. He went to the Jaguars. That's and you replaced him with Akila Witherspoon, which I don't see like I don't think that's enough. Yeah, and Shaquille Griffin is signed with the Dolphins today, so you lost, you lost him too. Um, but uh, Seattle Seahawks apparently reportedly have given uh, you know sent a contract out to Jamal Adams, which would make him the highest paid uh, safety in the NFL right now. I don't know if that's the best move for the Seattle Seahawks, but they do need that defensive anchor. Uh, and Bobby Wagner is getting older. So Bobby Wagner's time in the NFL could be over very, very soon. And I think keeping Jamal Adams around would be a good idea to replace for Bob, to compensate for Bobby Wagner in the future. But yeah, I kind of agree with Femi. Uh, do you think he's still the best uh, linebacker in the league, Bobby Wagner? No, not anymore. Fred Warner? Yes. Dang. All right, so let's come to a consensus with the nine eight eight nine, and move on to the Cardinals. Anyone, anyone want to say anything about the Cardinals? Uh, so they lost Kenyon Drake, but they filled it with James Conner. I feel like it'll, it won't really make a difference. Um, James Conner is bad. Really? Yes, he's very bad. He's not a, he's not a good running back. Oh. And Patrick Peterson, of course, losing someone who starts free is going to hurt your defense. But I feel like at this point in the NFL, you're really going to be able to find um, a good – corner replacement for Patrick Peterson. Um, so are we looking at playoff contender 9 Um what what area would you guys put them in? Honestly, that seven to ten range is probably where they're gonna be stuck at for maybe another year or two. Because I, I hated the Zaven Collins draft because he's a great linebacker, but why would you pick Zaven Collins for Jeremiah Osukoramoa? Yeah, I we all, I think we all watched draft night together, and that was not. That was, was very bad. Yeah. yeah, a lot of teams um, went past or like uh, didn't pick uh, JOK, which is really surprising on draft night. Um, I would I would just say um, they did add a lot of FA um, 
FA members. So I think this year that might like just a very small temp boost. Um, but probably yeah, also in that seven to ten range. Uh, yeah, so I think that's the best place for them right now. All right, who else to speak about the Dallas Cowboys? That's a fun team. You know, it's not really that fun, but uh, they're a very good team. I agree. I'm going to tank. Um, okay, yeah, so the Cowboys, I don't think there it really is a question for this one. They're going 9-8-8-9. No question about it. Although Dak Prescott is back, Zeke is back, I guess. He, he really just, the team falls apart without Dak. And I think Dak's a good quarterback, but it's the Cowboys are always going to go 9-8-8-9. Uh, their defense is not great, to say the least. Their offense, uh, they're good, but they can't, they can't do as much if their defense isn't going to score as much. And they're obviously going to split some games with the, their division rivals. Um, I don't think they're going to do anything better than mediocre because they haven't been anything better than mediocre for like the past 30 years. I'm going to agree. Although Dak was leading the league in passing years before he got injured, that didn't really amount to too many wins for the Cowboys. Um, it actually seems like the, the Cowboys have incredible pieces on offense, but it all just goes to waste because honestly, the biggest problem with the Cowboys is Jerry Jones. Yeah, he's a really corrupt CEO. Leading yeah. corrupt team, so. Yeah, management is the problem, which is basically the hardest thing to solve in a team. Mm-hmm. But I would probably put them, like Ron said, um, Cowboys are mediocrity, so I would put them, I don't know, 9, 8, 8, 9, or even a little bit under that. Yep, I agree. Let's put, let's put them there. Uh, last, oh, no, not our last. This is our second-to-last NFC East team. Uh, this is the Washington football team. Washington football team, uh, I don't want to put too many teams in 9-8-8-9, but it really seems like that's where they're going to be. I think, I think, oh, yeah, I think, actually, I think, okay, so about the Cowboys, I think they're going to be playoff contenders. I don't want to say 9-8-8-9. They're going to be 9-8-8-9, but knowing the NFC East, they're going to be playoff contenders no matter what. Even if they're 1-16, they're still going to be playoff contenders, so. They are going to be nine eight eight nine, but they're still playoff contenders. Should we move up one? Yeah. All right. I'll, I I'll do it. Uh, so Washington football team, you're going to put there, you're going to fill that eight nine nine eight spot with the Washington football team, right? I'm going to also put them at playoff contenders because they do have one of the best defenses in the leagues. Although they won the NFC East, uh, what's it called? They won the NFC East like last year, so. I don't think they're going to win it this year. They may have a chance at the seven seed, but that's probably not going to say going to happen. So yeah, they're going to be playoff contenders no matter what, since it's the NFC East, there's always going to be a playoff race, but they're just not going to come out of it. They're not going to make the playoffs, but they're still contenders. They added a good piece um, to their offensive Curtis Samuel. I, I really like that. For them. Yeah, I think W, sorry, you go ahead. No, 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 you go. I just wanted to say, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I think WFT is. I think WFT is probably my second favorite team because I see them as a real nice underdog. Um, in the division, I think they could be number one and number two, honestly. Um, 
but I just like them because they're um they're very hopeful. I think the defense will improve offense. They have um, some very good wide receivers. They added Curtis Samuel and Ryan Fitzpatrick, so I think um I think they'll definitely just improve basically. Um, so I would personally put them somewhere in playoff contender. There's sort of consensus right now. So uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we can all agree they're a championship contender. It's, there's no question. Yep, right? kept their whole core. I think yeah, they'll run it back. Definitely a chip contender. Mm-hmm. So uh, this very quick transition, let's go to the Philadelphia Eagles right now. Like yeah. Ron was saying earlier, they are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, um, about the Bucks as well. Tom Brady tore his MCL. And the Bucks might face some consequences, but I think if they don't, and Brady's fine, they won't face any consequences, then they're gonna be a championship contender. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I think we can safely put the Eagles in tank for right now. We'll have to. Agree. I don't. I think they're gonna be playoff contenders. If they were in any di- other division in the NFL, they would be tanking. I agree, but it's the NFC East again, like I said. So they're they're obviously gonna be in the playoff race in week like. 16 they were in the playoff race at three wins so so the actually, that's, only that's teams, a good point the only t- four teams in the playoff contender on the tier list right now are all the nfc east teams so, yeah. yeah but i think we i think we also agreed that ny and um washington were actually also um through actual talent and stuff were in the playoff contender as well mm-hmm. but yeah i agree with the ron's point saying as long as they're in the nfc east they will be for a playoff spot. Uh, so I think to finish with NFC, uh, we can go to the Carolina Panthers. Um, mm-hmm. Just my little tidbit, I think they'll probably go 9-8-9 or, or below. Um, I think they're still trying to build themselves up. So I just don't see them getting too many victories myself. I disagree with that. I think they're going to go down to 4-13-7-10 because this is what happens to the Panthers every year. They surprise the league by winning three or four games in a row. And then they completely fail and they lose it was all their momentum. They come to a they come to a big stop and they don't win they barely win any more games. Maybe they'll win one or two more games in the rest of the season. That's how it looks every year. How much do you think uh, Sam Donald would like will blossom? Like he was in the Jets system for like three or four years now or two. Yeah. Now he's in the pan on the Panthers who are like definitely better. Do, do you think he'll be a lot better or no? Uh yes, he will be better. I think, but you still think that they'll be four thirteen, right? Yes. Okay. I think he'll be better for sure, but not really much more than mediocre. Mm-hmm. So let's put the. Does anyone else want to add any more points to the Panthers before we decide to put them somewhere? I'll take that as a no. So, uh, let's put the Panthers in that four thirteen seven ten range. Epic. Um. Anybody want to start with a specific team in the AFC? Uh, actually, that means AFC is going to be next episode. This is just the yeah. NFC. Yeah, it's the next episode. Uh, so, yeah, uh, thanks for watching the first episode of the podcast. And I'll let Anand finish the um, outro. Yeah, um, yeah, thanks for listening to our, the first episode of Fifth Down. Um, we'll try to post the, ne- the next one maybe tomorrow or the day after. I will just like um, Demi said. It would be it will be about the AFC teams. Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. See you then.